If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. After a weekend of clear skies and warmer temperatures, you can say to yourself, well, that must be nice because (laughs) hope you enjoyed it while you can. Some snowflakes could drop later this week across the North Bay Valleys. This is according to the National Weather Service. And I just want to repeat myself and say, yes, I said snowflakes. <laughs> a cold front is expected to move into the region starting this afternoon, forcing temperatures to plummet, bringing up to a half an inch of rain. We're going to get some wind gusts up to 55 miles per hour here in the North Bay. And ultimately, we're going to get some snow dropping on those higher and lower elevations. Since we moved to Sonoma County four years ago, we've never seen weather like this. And in Santa Rosa, we're going to see temperatures from 34 to 36 degrees on Wednesday morning and in the upper 20s to lower 30s on Thursday and Friday morning. So we're going to be sitting in our cars waiting for them to warm up for quite some time. So for these three days, temperature highs will struggle to get out of the 40s and the lower elevations, which is pretty unusual for Sonoma County. And the National Weather Service issued a wind advisory for 1 p.m. today to 1 p.m. on Wednesday. So the weather is here, there, and everywhere, and it's extreme. Yeah, it's not really something that the Bay Area deals with on a regular basis, so it's going to be interesting to see how everyone reacts. So uh, just be aware that you're going to might see a few snowflakes out there. Uh, well, IHOP is the place to go today because it is National Pancake Day. And if you're looking to score some free uh, short stacks, you can. Um, all you have to do is stop by IHOP between 7 a.m. and 4 p.m. local time. Dine in only. Uh, but what's really cool about National Pancake Day is I- at IHOP is every dollar raised goes to benefit Children's Miracle Network Hospitals, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, and Shriners Children. Jelly Roll announces upcoming Backroad Baptism Tour with a video FaceTiming his tour mates. And it's really funny because he makes fun of the Scary Movie franchise and those old Budweiser What's Up commercials. Get everybody in here. What's up? Yeah, baby. Should we go on tour together? What a way to announce a tour. It's hilarious. <laughs> Go check out the video on his Instagram. Uh, <laughs> Jelly Roll is going to be joined by Ashley McBride, Chase Rice, Yellow Wolf, El King, and 3-6 Mafia on select dates. I can't believe 3-6 Mafia is going to be on a country music tour. <laughs> tickets go on sale on Friday, but you can actually win a pair of tickets to his show at the Concord Pavilion on September 14th. All you got to do is play the Amber Showdown every single day this week at 8.30 a.m. More details about Jelly Rolls Tour is available right now. Froggy929.com Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9 It is time for Ringtone ID. Our favorite songs are made into ringtones with a little instrument called the marimba. Can you identify the ringtone version of this famous country song? Let's find out. Rosie from Napa, what is your guess? Uh, Body Like a Backroad by Sam Hunt. That is absolutely correct. All right. Well, congratulations. You have won a $25 gift card to the B&B Whiskey Bar and Grill in Sonoma. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. <laughs> you are going thanks to which morning show? With Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Wake up in the morning.
Crows. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. That's a big mistake. Tell me, how much is this going to cost us? You know how expensive that was? What is the most expensive thing you or somebody that you know has broken? So a a blue balloon dog sculpture was knocked over last weekend and it's gone viral. It happened at an art fair in Miami and the artist Jeff created the piece and it was worth $42,000 before a woman accidentally kicked the sculpture, knocked it over, and it shattered all over the place. Oh my gosh. What is a blue balloon dog sculpture? Like it's a what it's a it's like a balloon animal, but it's a sculpture? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And it's the color blue. And imagine you knock something over. What's the price on what I just broke? Um <laughs> It's going to be $42,000. You take it home, it's yeah. shattered. No, thank you. At that point, I would put it up on a mantle and be like, no, it's art. It was supposed to be that way. <sighs> <laughs> what is the most expensive thing you or somebody that you know has broken? Amber? Uh, I don't know. I knocked over a, a vase at the Cracker Barrel once when I was uh, a teenager. It, it wasn't that much. It was like 30 bucks, but uh, my parents never let me forget it. <laughs> And they brought it up at dinner sometimes. Like, any time we were over someone's house and there was a vase, they're like, huh, this kind of looks like the vase that Amber broke with the Cracker Barrel. I'm like, that was one time. I knocked over a vase one time, and they literally would not let me forget it. So. I hope you know now whenever I see a vase, I'm going to also bring up when you broke one at Cracker Barrel. It's, still, it's fine. I'm used to it at this point. What about you? Uh, so... A story that comes to mind isn't about me, it's about someone that I witnessed break something when I was in high school. So in high school, a bunch of classrooms upgraded to those smart boards and it was this huge deal. And I'm guessing they were like a a couple of thousand dollars at least, or even like 10 grand. And so this kid was play fighting with a friend before the teacher was in the class and tackled him right into one of the smart boards. And it left a gigantic crack on it. And speaking of, crack it the principal and everybody cracked down and was investigating everybody pulling them in for separate interviews and uh someone uh ended up admitting to it and they got detention for like two months well that wasn't very smart of them (laughs) to wrestle (laughs) kelsey from runner park what is the most expensive thing you have seen broken we had two different teams if you will of people pushing friends around in carts And one of my girlfriends and I went one direction, the other friends went the other direction, and she kind of turned the cart too sharp, Uh and the back wheel hit the display of wine bottles in the middle of the aisle, Uh but she hit it, and about 20 bottles fell to the floor and busted. It was terrible. (laughs) It's gonna be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends, they only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. Have you ever seen an unidentified flying object or, you know, something flying around in the sky that resembled a UFO? President Biden said last week that uh, recent UFO sightings are not linked to Chinese spy activity. He said three of the aerial objects taken down by the U.S. of A. were likely tied to private companies or related to research. But I am skeptical. I think they were aliens. (laughs) You think they were aliens? I mean, I'd rather lean on aliens than Chinese spy activity. I mean, that's a good point. I mean, (laughs) well, actually, I don't know about that because at least we know, I mean, relatively what China would be up to. We don't know what extraterrestrials would be doing. 
I think this is a cover up. Pri- <laughs> private companies related to research. Why'd you shoot them down then? Huh? Because <laughs> they didn't know what it was. Aliens. I mean, it, it could have been a thought in their minds. Yeah, I mean, I've had some thoughts in my mind when I've seen some things flying through the air. Uh, So my apartment's kind of close to the airport. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I see things flying around in the sky and I just kind of dismiss it like, oh, it's probably just an airplane or something, right? Yeah. But there was one day there was something just like really hovering. And I was like, this is it. This is the time I get to see a UFO. But I watched it for like an hour and realized it was just a drone. <laughs> I, I was love really disappointed. How convinced you are that aliens are watching uh, us on Earth. Come on, you've seen stuff like this before, right? I mean, kinda. I mean, <laughs> one time in college, uh, my friends and I would often go to uh, the Water Tower. I know, very that 70s show <laughs> in Ellensburg, Washington. We'd hang out, watch the sunset. And it was kind of a similar story to you. We were convinced that. There was a UFO, a saucer in the sky, but it ended up just being a helicopter going to the hospital. Dang. Are you sure? How did you find out? Um, it got closer? Well, we actually got in our cars for a closer look, and I was like, oh, it's just going over the hospital. Uh, <laughs> dang. Dang. Uh, it, it, it sounds UFO. like you want aliens to appear. So bad. What? We know this about me. Yeah. We know this. Do we? It would be so cool. <laughs> uh, it just freaks me out a little bit. I mean, uh, there I, think, are, yeah, I think there definitely are aliens out there, but the thought of them invading Earth freaks me out. I mean, what if they're not invading? What if they're just like, you know, doing some research? Yeah. They're just like, what's going on, guys? We're here. They're we just... don't want to scare you, but we just want to check Earth out. We just wanted to play Scrabble. <laughs> <laughs> they they get one look at us. They hear our show through the airwaves and their UFO, and they're like, we're good. We're going back to Mars. This ruined this galaxy <laughs> for us. We're out of here. <laughs> We've got Joe from Sebastopol on the phone. Uh, Joe, you said you think you saw an, a, a UFO back in the day. When was this? This was back in, uh, let's see, it was uh, January of 1979. I was on night patrol for the state highway, this large object kept hovering in the sky and then it would go back and forth. Didn't make any noise, but it had a lot of lights rotating Mm. on it. This went on for about probably 20 minutes maybe. Then it went straight up and disappeared. I really didn't know what it was or what was going on. I watched the rest of the evening for it and uh, never saw another sign of it. But I did hear it on the radio the next day about this circular object. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. So last week's South Park went a little hard on Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Uh, The character Kyle... And the episode complained about a dumb prince and his stupid wife in this all-new episode. It's titled Worldwide Privacy Tour. Uh, But South Park was particularly hard on Meghan Markle, who was described as, quote, sorority girl, actress, influencer, and victim. We want privacy! We want privacy! Thanks for having us on the show! It's so awesome to be here, it's great! So let me start with you, sir. You've lived a life with the royal family. You've had everything handed to you, but you say your life has been hard, and now you've written all about it in your new book, Wah. So a source says Megan was left upset and overwhelmed by her portrayal on the show and even refuses to watch the entire episode. There's also talk that she and Harry are considering 
a lawsuit. Now, a source says, quote, it appears that like so many things with Meghan and Harry, this may have legal ramifications attached. Their legal team are casting an eye over the episode to see what is wrong and what could be turned into something more sinister. Uh, So my opinion, South Park's been mocking people for decades and... I know a lot of what the creators have done have been hurtful to a lot of people, um, a lot of actors and actresses. Um, but I think it's just outrageous to sue a, to sue South Park or Family Guy or you know any shows like that. Um, you know, I know Tom Cruise tried to sue. Religious groups have you know issued death threats to the show's creators, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. I mean, those guys have been sued for defamation, invasion of privacy, copyright infringement, among other things. Um, I looked and they've been sued a total of 19 times. So they've they've been around this blocker time or two, but of course the show's lasted for 26 seasons uh, despite all this criticism, but it's just what the show is about. It's a betrayal of you know, world figures, taboo subjects, unusual humor. So I don't know why Megan and Harry think that they can sue South Park and that, you know, they should be incredibly offended by this episode. It's just kind of their thing. It's kind of what they do. Uh, we just got a message from John from Petaluma. He said, nailed it to the T. Love this episode so much. It was so true. Got another message from Ashley from Santa Rosa. She said, I'm sure the show was funny, but in some ways I feel bad for Harry and Megan. Money and fame is not happiness. Harry, we're starting to it at a young age. Still can't forget the funeral. Ashley continues to say uh, he served in the military. Honestly, I think his wife, Megan, used him to exploit herself as South Park portrays and Harry foolishly followed. Uh, that's an interesting perspective. I, I think you're very kind hearted, Ashley. Um, so maybe the episode was a little offensive, but what do you think? Um, is this just typical South Park? Was the episode offensive? Did they take it too far? Do you think Megan and Harry have a right to sue? Let us know your thoughts. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. You, you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. Answer my question or you'll be standing, standing. tall before the man. 33% of women say this matters when choosing a mate. What is it? Clue number one. It's nothing to do with his job. Here's an extra clue. Physical attribute. And here's clue number three. Men will sometimes lie about it. What is today's mind bender? Caitlin from Petaluma, what's your guess for today's mind bender? I want to say it's height. Caitlin from Petaluma, that is correct. <laughs> Congratulations, Caitlin. You have won tickets to see Buck Ford at Robinson Rancheria this Saturday. Awesome. Yay. Thank you. Of course. Caitlin, you're going thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Woo! Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Because it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. One of them is real. Can Amber identify the headline in a haystack? The record in the scorecard for 2022. I am up 14 to 6, but Amber, you are on a two game winning streak. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, you're pretty up there. We'll, we'll see if I can come back. Just this, call this it year. a comeback. Okay. <laughs> 
Uh, the winning headline last time we played was Neighbor Steals Dentures, and today is the Epic Police Ride Edition. Here's headline number one, Resident Shares Donuts with Police and Vehicle. Headline number two, Man Gives EDM Style Light Show in the, be- in the Back of Police Cruiser. And here is headline number three, Pig Who Looked Cold Gets Free Ride Home. <laughs> Um, it's it's that one. It's the pig gets a free ride home. Well, the winning streak continues. That <laughs> was the headline in a haystack. I think I think it was that one because I shared it on my Instagram story a couple of days ago. Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> I need to look at your Instagram story more, man. Sorry. That's probably where I saw it and I saved it on my I, phone. It's possible. Oh, man. Well, you still solved it, and that's something to celebrate. <laughs> Apparently, one little piggy got a free ride home in the back of a police cruiser. Anchorage police say they received an unusual call from a citizen about a pig who looked cold. <laughs> Officers said they reunited with the friendly pig with his family. And the best part? The pig's name is Elvis Pigsley. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best part. <laughs> You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the Morning on Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the Morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to be talking to Jeff about his chickens and Barry Martindale's going to try to take them away. Hello. Hi, is this Jeff? Yeah, it's Jim. Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I'm calling you about your home in Sebastopol. Yeah. Is is there uh, some sort of problem? Well, I'm sure that you're aware of the egg shortage that's plaguing our nation. I am aware. And I am aware that you have a bunch of chickens. Yeah, I do. I, I've got two dozen chickens. Sonoma it, County. Have the neighbors been complaining about the noise? No, no. N- no complaints over here. It's actually quite the opposite. The county needs to borrow your chickens, so we are going to contact you later this week to discuss gonna, how we're going to... I'm going to stop you right there. You, you just said borrow, borrow chickens? Yeah, we have beautiful facilities in Sebastopol. <laughs> well, my chickens are not for sale, sir. We're not buying them. We need to borrow your chickens, and we're going to take them whether you like it or not. No, no, you're not. Those are my chickens. I've been raising them since they were chicks and beyond. I've, I've had chickens my whole life. Well, we're going to take them by the end of the week. And uh, frankly, Jeff, you have no choice in the matter. You can't do that. You don't have jurisdiction over another person's chickens. They're like pets. They're my pets. Well, I think you're being a, a big chicken hog, and you don't care about the community and how they need eggs. It really goes to reveal I, your character, sir. I'll, I care about my community. In fact, I give my eggs away. Anything that I don't use, I give away. So we're taking your chickens by the end of the week, and I don't care what you're saying. We, we, I can also have police force come over there to ensure that there's no problems. Well, you better bring the police, because I'll be calling the police myself. I'm going to call the police as soon as I get off this line. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. The radio station? Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. You're the worst driver I've ever seen in my life. He's the worst driver. You never did know how to drive. You know how to drive. None of us even know how to drive. I don't know how to drive. You don't know how to drive. The worst driver of all time. The worst driver on the planet. So what are your driving pet peeves? I want to know. I definitely have a few. 
If you've listened to the show before, you know that my biggest pet peeve, not just driving pet peeve, is people who do not use their turn signals. Oh, yeah. There's a special place in H-E double hockey sticks for people who don't use their turn signals. I have been in the car with you when somebody doesn't use their turn signal, and there is a new being that comes out of you. It's completely outrageous. It's there for a reason, and I don't understand why people are lazy, that lazy, that they cannot <laughs> use their turn signal. And I got so mad Sunday morning. I was on my way to the grocery store, and this woman was not using her turn signal and she was holding up traffic because no one knew if she was going straight, if she was turning left, if she was turning right, if she was backing up. No one knew because she wasn't using her turn signal. And lo and behold, she was turning left. And I, as she was turning left and her car started to be in front of mine, yeah. I literally screamed and pointed towards the front of my car and said, use your turn signal. Is this I was the that mad. Is this the only case where you have road rage? Absolutely. It is the only case. Usually I'm pretty patient. I would say that I'm a pretty patient driver. But for, for some reason, this just really irks me. Yeah. And I just don't understand how so many people get away with it. I you, think they should be going to jail. You know, I think you need to get one of those police sirens on the top of your vehicle. And you are officially the turn signal bandit. Citizens arrest. Yeah. Citizens arrest. We'll get you, you a don't badge. Use your signal. I was not proud of what I did. What I had done. It was not my like finest moment. But just so you know, if you saw me doing that, I mean it. <laughs> I will say it to your face. <laughs> use your turn signal. I don't think I've ever seen you as passionate about something until this moment. I, I got some other things I'm passionate about. I guess. No, this is it. This is it, <laughs> Tanner. What I mean, you have some driving pet peeves, right? I'm, yeah, I can't be the sure. only person. Uh, my driving pet peeve specifically is when I'm in a parking lot and someone sees somebody just barely like turn on their car or tap their brakes when they're getting out of a spot, so they wait behind them and hold up a line in, in the parking lot, and then someone will come behind you, and then you end up waiting like five minutes because someone needed the fifth spot in the parking lot at Target, and it's like you know what? Just just go find a different spot. You're holding everybody up. See? I'm, I'm not the only one that's passionate about these driving techniques. My blood pressure is currently going through it, the roof just thinking about it. Yeah, it really, it hurts inside. <laughs> it's like a deep hate yeah. for people who don't do these things, right? Absolutely. I, I know I'm not the only one, but I, I really want to know if you're a person out there who doesn't use their turn signal or <laughs> you're waiting for that spot like Tanner's talking about, please call in and explain to us why you do this because <laughs> I, I would love to hear it. I just think sometimes people don't think. We all have those moments. We'll start thinking. It's Curtain Mall with Amber and Tanner. Good morning! Today's country, Froggy 92.9. What is the most uncomfortable overnight stay that you've ever had? My ba- my brother's bachelor party is coming up, and last week on the show we talked about this. And only two of the 14 people have paid the first deposit for the Airbnb. And I'm starting to have those awkward conversations. Hey, where's the money? We need to get this booked ASAP. We got to get on this. But I'm having a really hard time having those conversations because I've never had to have those conversations before. I got an update for you. Okay. I booked the Airbnb in Arizona. You booked it? Even I though no one it. had paid you? I have... I just, I, uh, the dates around the Airbnb were all filling up. I panicked. I threw it on a credit card. I had to do what I had to do. Yeah. Yeah. It, it stinks. But here's the thing. I have been getting money 
from the fellas at the bachelor party. Well, that's good. And I've been throwing down my hammer fist. Just kidding. <laughs> Good to know. That's good to know. <laughs> you know, these, these these are good things. I decided to go with a different strategy to get money rather than just bugging these people. What I did was I said, hey, whoever pays first gets first pick where they're going to be sleeping. Nice. Because there are going to be 14 beds and some beds are superior to others. Like there's a king and master bedroom. There's three or four other bedrooms. But there are six bunk beds that are all in the garage. And I said, hey, whoever pays me last has to go sleep in a bunk bed. Uh, don't feel bad for you. <laughs> I don't either. That's what they get. And you know what? When I said that, guess who started getting a bunch of Venmo payments from everybody at the bachelor party? <laughs> then you have to like make a list of who paid first, which uh, there's like, what, 14, 15 people coming? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I uh, actually made a spreadsheet. I know that sounds really nerdy of me. But uh, to keep everything organized, and I'm not messing around. You don't pay me, you're going to pay because your back's going to be hurting in these bunk beds. Gosh, my bachelorette party is so different. We're also doing it in Scottsdale, which seems to be like a hot spot right now. Uh, but we're doing it in July, and everyone gets their own bedroom. Really? I mean, there's only like six of us. So, yeah. I mean, but it's just so different. Everyone paid, everyone booked everything they needed. Lucky. It was just such like an easy transition. <laughs> I think when you get older, you're going to find that it, it's just better. Yeah. <laughs> it's just but, better. But the thing is, is that everybody at the bachelor party is around, you know, your age and my age. You know, we're adults. They're Get also, it together. They're also men. Sorry, Tanner. Ooh, Sorry to say that. That's a good point, though. I mean, <laughs> you're not... Call me sexist. It, call it what you will. They're men. No, I'm not going to call you sexist uh, well, at all. Well, not you, yeah, but yeah. maybe whoever's listening in the car on the Froggy 92.0 app. <laughs> the thing is, too, is that it, it's only like $100, which, you know, that is, you know, still uh, money and uh, people might be falling on hard times, but I've given a month's notice. So thankfully, it's getting a little bit better. And if they can't go, if they can't pay for it, then they can't go. It's gonna be a good day With Amber and Tanner in the morning I got some good friends They only good time when They're awesome Today's country Froggy 92.9 Froggy 92.9 from Santa Rosa. Are you sure you're not Amber from Amber and Tanner in the morning? Yeah, Tanner. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I can do two voices at once and be two places at once. Okay, Amber versus Amber. I'm ready. Amber, this is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Amber on the phone. Once we're done, we're going to bring Amber from the radio back on and see how the two of you score. Sounds good. Amber on the phone. You want to talk some smack to Amber on the radio? You're going down. Oh, my God. It's like I'm talking bad to myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's Amberception. <laughs> Amber on the radio score is 574 wins and 50 losses. She's on a two-game winning streak. Amber from Santa Rosa, are you ready? I'm ready. Question one. Eminem doesn't want two real housewives to call their podcast reasonably shady. Finish the Eminem lyric. There's vomit on his sweater already, moms. Getting ready? I don't know. I like that, but that's incorrect. Question two. A Nashville soccer club will honor Johnny Cash with a new uniform. Johnny Cash at Folsom Prison was his most successful live album. What state is Folsom Prison in? California. Correct. Question three. 
Egg smuggling has increased in the U.S.-Mexico border by 400% because of skyrocketing egg prices. How many eggs are there in a dozen? Twelve. Correct. Question four. Bailey Zimmerman says that he asks King Brown for advice. One of these men is a father. Which one is a father? King Brown. Correct. In question five, in Disney's Dumbo, why did they make fun of Dumbo? Because he had big ears. That is correct. I'm going to bring Amber from the radio back in. Howdy. Amber on the phone got three out of five today. Amber on the phone, good job. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Amber on the radio, you ready? Yes. Question one, Eminem doesn't want two Real Housewives to call their podcast reasonably shady. Amber finished a lyric, there's vomit on his sweater already, mom's spaghetti. That is correct. Amber on the phone from Santa Rosa got that incorrect. Amber on the radio, you're up one to zero. Question two, a Nashville soccer club will honor Johnny Cash with a new uniform. Johnny Cash at Folsom Prison was his most successful live album. What state is Folsom Prison in? Crud. Is it Texas? Texas is incorrect. I was looking for California. It's 20 miles northeast of the state capital of Sacramento. I knew that. Yeah, I just realized I gave Amber on the phone an incorrect answer when she actually had four and a half out of five, and she got that correct. She got that right? Yep, so the score is one to one. Question number three. Egg smuggling has increased at the U.S.-Mexico border by 400% because of the skyrocketing egg prices. How many eggs are there in a dozen? Twelve. That is correct. Amber from Santa Rosa also got that correct. The score is now... Two to two. Question number four. Bailey Zimmerman says that he asks Kane Brown for advice. One of these men is a father. Which one is a father? Kane. That is correct. Amber on the phone also got that correct. The score is now three to three. And question. <laughs> I'm really having a hard time with this scorecard today. I'm having a hard time just in general. So. <laughs> question, okay. question number five. In Disney's Dumbo, why did they make fun of Dumbo? His big ears. That is correct. Bless the final heart. score on the phone did talk smack, which means Amber on the phone. You are now the champion of the Amber Showdown. Sweet. Well, congratulations, Amber. <laughs> Not only are you the champion of the Amber Showdown, but you get to say the phrase. I'm smarter than Amber. You get to go see Jelly Roll thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning. Oh, Froggy 92.9. Happy morning, I'm throwing a little party tonight. Going to Mardi Gras. Excellent! Let the dancing begin! What's up, ladies? Happy Mardi Gras. I'm having a good time! Today's Fat Tuesday, everybody. You guys partying? So today is Mardi Gras, or Fat Tuesday. Mardi Gras is, you know, typically a Christian holiday and popular culture phenomenon that dates back to thousands of years. But tons of people celebrate. There's lots of celebrations going on in Sonoma County. Um, So, Tanner, will you be celebrating Fat Tuesday today at all? I'm thinking about it. You know, Amber, I have never celebrated Mardi Gras before or Fat Tuesday officially. Really? But I do know the Parish Cafe in Healdsburg is having a Fat Tuesday event like all day today Mm -hmm. till 10 o'clock at night. So I might have to pop up to Healdsburg to celebrate because I've never done it before. I love that place. I miss their location in Santa Rosa. I wish they still had it, but... You know, we can't control these things. Worth the trip, though. Um, I was going to ask you, have you seen anything crazy in a Mardi Gras parade or celebration or heard about anything? I've never celebrated Mardi Gras. I want to. It's on my bucket list, but I've just never really had the opportunity. 
You know those king cakes that people bring in and they, they you hide the little baby inside? What? <laughs> There's a cake with a baby inside? Some, yeah, some someone no well, it's like a little tiny plastic baby. Okay. And if you find the baby, it's like you you win. It's oh. like supposed to be good luckers. I can't I like exactly that. remember because my family um, doesn't celebrate Mardi Gras or anything like yeah. that. Uh, but someone's probably going to bring one to work today. And I've watched someone eat it and almost choke on the baby before. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you got to be careful, yeah. man. You got to look for the baby in the cake before you just start going it's, crazy on the cake. Yeah, it's usually so tiny, too. I, it, it's like barely an inch. Yeah. It's this tiny little plastic baby. Got to look out for those like, babies in the uh, cakes. You, right. Um, <laughs> we've got Caroline from Katati on the phone. Caroline, uh, seen anything crazy at a Mardi Gras celebration? One of these guys were on a roof of a, of a house Mardi Gras party. Um, and, of course, we were all celebrating, all having a great time, great food. But he was standing on the roof. And he was just partying up there by himself. One minute he was up there, the next minute he was down on the ground. And he just got up, took himself off, and walked away like nothing even happened. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9.